I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Jamie Carragher, and you are listening to the Copy Podcast. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It is a well, it's not a last preview show. It's just more of like a belated show talking about the the Reds and and uh, some of the games coming up. Because I'm joined by Finn from Hammerway Podcast. Finn, we've had you on before, but you're back again for a a, a double. So only one more for your Atrich, your Atrich ball. How are you, how are you doing? I think it was the right foot last time. This one's going to be the left foot. Cause I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, Head <laughs> next time. That bass, the bass in that intro is heavy there. I had the headphones on. It was kicking in that intro. I, sh- I like I it. Should pro- I should probably warn people, shouldn't I? Because that, that was just like a royalty-free job. That I just thought I'll get Carla to do a bit of intro for us and I'll slap a bit of bass on there. Yeah, it's heavy. I like it. I like it. It's a good little jingle. Seal of approval from Finn from Have A Word. There we go. I'll have that. I'll have that as a, um, <laughs> as a clip. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how well that's going to do for you, but sure. <laughs> I'll take any, lad. I'll take any. Um, but yeah, I've, I've put out like a little tweet early, just asking for like an opening question. Just to just, I mean, I asked for a random question, but we've got a couple of Liverpool related ones, so I thought I'd just open up with it. And it's from it's from Paul, and it's the question is: if you could be any Liverpool player, who would you be, and why? It's a bit, it's a bit open ended. That I think we could that could be a yeah, whole. Is, podcast, it, cu- is it current player? You you set I the mean, parameters. Is it current player? Any, I reckon, I reckon we go any. Any. Oh, you've got to go like Mario Balotelli then. <laughs> Just to spend a Wasn't day in his head that. would be... Well, spend a day in his head would be unbelievable. I'd love <laughs> to do that. I'd love to just be completely erratic. I'm erratic. I'm not erratic. I'm pretty standard. I'll just get on with my job. But 
that just to set off fireworks in the house and not care. Yeah, I'll do that. But I reckon the current ones, I'd probably be uh, Sabozlai and just head into town and just get all the birds. That's what I'd do. Yeah. Just literally see them queue up. Doesn't that happen anyway for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that happens already, doesn't it? No, not quite. No, that's a you know what that's a that's a it's a mad shout, but the more I think about it, it's a good shout, Balotelli. But I was just like, I think my head just went straight to like I don't know Gerard at the peak of his powers, or um, he's again, quite boring, isn't he, Gerard? Yeah, I guess unless like obviously the DJ fight back in the day and all that when he had a few, oh yeah um, yeah yeah WKDs or Cronas whatever. Um, but then I guess along them Balotelli lines, you could say Suarez, I guess, because he was a mad bastard. But then I guess he was only mad on the field. He was obviously yeah. Everyone says he's a nice fella off it, so it's a bit of a. I, I think Ballot, I'll, I'll surrender to Balotelli as the winner there. That's, yeah. that's My a... head went straight to the Mavericks. It went to Moreno and that <laughs> that kind of the mad ones. Which... Pepe Reina, them kind of characters. That's what it went to. Yeah, yeah. Stur- Stur- I think Sturridge is a good shout as well, though, because I, I don't know if you've seen him on like, Sky Sports. He's just like. Yeah, he's great. He's just doing all his little tunes. I know he was on League of the Only the day, and it was just, yeah, it's just he's just a, he's just a mad fella, isn't he? Um, class. Yeah. yeah, nice one. Yeah, well, that, that kind of covers that because I think that that Balotelli shout the best we're getting, I reckon. So we'll, we'll go with that. Um, and yeah, I just wanted before we get on to like have a word stuff and obviously a bit of music and stuff at the end, I just wanted to obviously talk about Liverpool because you're a big, a big fan and all that. So, um, yeah, Premier, let's let's leave the Premier League. We'll we'll talk about the last game because obviously we're recording on the day of the last game. Um, what are, what are your thoughts going into on, into tonight? I mean, it's not as sexy as a Champions League game, but um, yeah, I think the two lose game was just a bit mental, and I think this one you might go a bit clock might go a bit stronger just off the back of that because it was a bit of a car crash the, the the two lose away game. Yeah, yeah, I think I think he might even stick with like Salah. You've, you've, he's been resting him typically, or just playing him for a half. I think he might actually have to go for it just because. I think the next one's uh, the week of the United game. I think it might. I might be wrong there, but you want to make sure that the rest of the squad's fit for that sort of for that sort of fixture just before Christmas. Make sure everyone's up to speed and kind of make sure that that last game's a non-event and that we can just kind of not put the kids out, but play anyone that just needs minutes. Um, obviously. Simicast has been playing a lot recently, so I'm not sure whether he'd obviously be the Europa League left back if if Robbo was fit. So I'm not sure what they're going to do there. Maybe they'll have to stick Gomez at left back. Um, I think this is yeah, it's 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 a weird one, but I'm hoping we'll just cruise control it, uh, like the like the Toulouse at home game and kind of just show that we're too good for the competition essentially. Yeah, because I think that's kind of what we've been doing really haven't we even up until up until a two lose game where Liverpool were in like like not even not even third gear for most of them games because we were allowing to change a lot of players now sometimes nine ten changes in a, in a game and we were still coming out on top so I think that says how, how much quality we've got in depth and stuff but yeah I think just off the back of the two lose game maybe we will see Salah for 60 maybe we will see Sabozlai for 60 and then we'll see the likes of Elliot and, and Doak and stuff but it's nice to have options in it so um, I think that's the, that's the main thing going forward for Liverpool um, yeah definitely what's on the on the league so far then because two points off the pace and I think I, ca- I can't even remember 
when where we were in the league and what was going on the last time we done a show. I don't even know the league had started. I'm not, I can't, I'm not even sure. But I think considering, I, I think we just have we just gone out of the Champions League. I think we just lost to Real Madrid. I, I think, think that was it. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, it was. But yeah, considering like last year, then and of, of course, like we ended the season well, but like the middle period was just like horrific, just hemorrhaging chances, like just six, seven, eight, nine chances, massive chances every game. Um, and then the way we ended the season, the way we started this season, of course, losing uh, Bobby and Milner and all that, and then we, of course, Fabian and Henderson deciding to get off um, of their own accord and having to replace them and. Rejigging the whole side, rejigging the main part of the side in the midfield, and not really knowing what Liverpool are going to what to expect from us this season. I think being two points off the pace in the um, in in the league is is. I mean, if we would have offered that before we started the start of the season, with a with a snap your end off and with the old cliche. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think the the midfield refresh has completely changed the team because obviously the the backline's not changed really. Um, but the midfield was in dire need of some legs, essentially, is, is what it was. And Sabozlai's, who I'd, I'd not heard loads about him before we signed him. He was kind of a a, a nice signing and he's he's hit the ground running. He's, he's maybe looked a bit off it for the past couple of games, but them early glimpses have shown that there's a real, real, like, one of the best midfielders in the league pedigree there. McAllister was a, a great buy, uh, relatively cheap in today's market which is mental 35 million isn't a cheap signing but it is um and then graven birch was i think until we signed graven birch i know i was going would desperately need one maybe two more midfielders uh because you can't rely on tiago as, as upsetting as that is um so the midfields definitely helped i thought the gap uh difference between us and city last year was massive and the the game at the weekend definitely showed that maybe they were slightly they slightly edged it and and they kind of dominated possession, but that gap's closed so much, and we can beat any other team. I still think City are the strongest. Um, I don't think that's a like a, a weird opinion to have, but um, they're definitely still the strongest. I think any other team in the league, I, I back us against them. And I hope that we kind of keep this going. We need to stay injury free as much as we can. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty I'm feeling pretty good about the season so far. Yeah, especially like when you get when you get through City and then you've got, um, of course you've got Fulham and then, um, yeah, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace. Um, you mentioned USG. There's United coming up on the seventeenth. So I mean, Allison, the Allison injury wasn't great news by any stretch, but. The news that came out from from the press conference from Klopp saying that hopefully a couple of weeks. So if he's back for, I think if he's back, maybe I think it might be a bit of a stretch for Man United. The more that I think about it, I feel like hopefully, even if we get him back for Arsenal at home on the twenty third of December, I think that's the that's the main one. I think when you when you're looking at your proper litmus test, I think City was one, but I think even Arsenal, even it being at home, again is not just a test of where we are it's also like a, a proper character test of this group of players because we went to city and we've 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 got a point that we deserved i think um inviting arsenal to anfield and seeing what what they are capable of up against this new liverpool side i think again is another test of where where we are isn't it really yeah yeah it definitely is obviously the allison injury is is gutting he's the, the best goalie in the world and it's 
no one that you bring in is going to replace that. But it's a chance for Kelleher to to either put himself in the shop window or to be like, you should, I should be playing every cup game like this is justified and I'm good enough to not, he's not going to, I don't think he's going to displace many times soon. That would be a massive turn, turn of events. But it's definitely an opportunity for him to get a run of games and maybe show what he can do with a sustained run in the side instead of being in and out. Because as as Arsenal have shown with goalies this season, that that just doesn't work bringing people in and out. That it's it's all about keeping a run of games and getting the consistency and getting a uh, kind of a feel for it all the time. So hopefully he plays well. I'm rooting for him. Um, yeah, it's a it's a big a big month of December as it always is, but given our position in the league, this is kind of a big kind of uh, signifier for where we're going to end up and kind of if we can stay in and around two points off the top or even get to the top by the end of December, it's looking good for that that final few months. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I think when you look at like United at home on the seventeenth, West Ham at home in the in the cup on the twentieth, and then Arsenal mm. on the twenty third, it's a massive. I mean, every game's massive. That that's a big six days, especially around Christmas, where we can hopefully have an even better crimbo with Liverpool winning some games. Where do you, where do you? I mean, I know you just said like City had a a different beast, and I think losing players like Gundogan and stuff and Mares, De Bruyne being out for quite a while that affects them obviously quite considerably I'd say but are you still expecting them to win the league I think as long I think as long as we remain within touching distance I think we've always got a chance but I think we'd like De Bruyne coming back and stuff and you just got to hope you're pinning your hopes on Liverpool staying properly injury free and I think that's it can happen but it's yeah it's there's bound to be a few injuries here and there that are gonna maybe affect us a little bit more than it would them yeah City that's the thing with City. They they tend to come in to their own the latter half of the season and just will go on a fifteen game winning streak. They've they've slipped up a couple of times this season, um, which is kind of unexpected given that they've won the quadruple. Um, so it's kind of yeah, Arsenal have kind of been grinding out results in a in a way that we did when we won the league. It seems that they've they're not as kind of gung ho anymore. They've they've got Rice in, who's who's a brilliant DM. He's maybe they're they're, they're Fabinho, and he's kind of um, helped solidify them. Their goalie situation is up in the air. I don't, I wouldn't, if I was an Arsenal fan, I wouldn't trust either of them from what I've seen. 
So maybe that's where they'd get exposed. Um, but I think it's between the three of us. I think Spurs are going to fall off. They're already showing that just a couple of injuries has, has already derailed their season. Um, but yeah, I, it's difficult, isn't it? We could, we could do it, uh, but I don't want it to be one of them nail-biting every game. At every point you lose, it's like, oh, it's just deflating. Even if it's a draw against someone like Villa, you don't want to be deflated because City are just going to win every single game. Um, I think we should kind of just keep going. This this season, I don't think we were expected to win the league. That would be an unbelievable kind of bonus. But uh, just keep going, keep grinding out them results and hopefully City will slip up a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. It's gonna, it's gonna be hard, isn't it? I feel like, because especially last year, like every time Guardiola was doing press conferences, he was mentioning us now and again, like as as like a rival. But the closer, the, the further they got away, we we didn't really get mentioned. But now that we're back on the scene again this year, you can see like he knows where like the main ones that can always keep pace. I, I love that we can get in his head a little bit. I've always enjoyed that, and I feel like that's something that I mean, I don't want to be like trying to say like title charges this early in the season because there's a long way to go but I think if we can use that a little bit maybe towards the end of the season um then yeah hopefully we've got a just an outside chance I think just being being there or thereabouts I think is yeah I think is good enough for most of us considering the way last season went and we thought maybe is this the start of the decline is is um you know you, you all type of things go through there when you're losing multiple games at home like and you're getting beat every week by just proper fodder of the of the of the um of the league, and you're like, what is going on here? But yeah, it's we've got too much quality, and especially now with like Zabaz Lyon, like you said, McAllister coming in and Gravenberg, who's been again, he was terrific against Man City as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, we can let's let's leave the Liverpool stuff now then. So let's let's move on to have a word a little bit because I mean, obviously this is an audio pod, but I might put a clip up because the background's very nice there. Of course, you've got a little Dan. Is that like a Dan poster? Yeah. I can see so I'm sat, in, I'm sat in Adam's seat at the minute. Oh, um, yeah. Not, yeah, Carl and uh, Steer are outside at the minute playing COD. So if you hear any uh, gunfire, we're not under attack. It's just them <laughs> being children. Um, yeah, so we had a bit of a rejig. So the, all the posters are different. We've got Dan's, uh, Adam's posters. Oh, it's difficult. It's mirrored. That's confusing. Uh, <laughs> Adam's poster there. D- Dan's got a couple of posters. My poster's kind of out of shot here. But yeah. Uh, it's a pretty decent setting for this. Yeah, definitely. And I've seen, like, I've been obviously I watched I watch the shows and stuff, and just one that I wanted to pick out that someone that I really enjoy watching and, and listening to is, is Vito Angeloni, the the comedian. I know he was on on recently. I just think he's, I just think he's honestly so funny because I, I went to like a um, it was like a nice surprise. I went to like a Taskmaster recording in um, in London, and he was like the. Or the compare or whatever like in between like oh, the warm up, is he? yeah he'd come out and let's be like oh, yeah, he's, uh, and just like start chatting and i was like oh it's him and i was like i'm sure i'm sure i recognize him but i was like quite far away i couldn't really see him and as soon as he started speaking obviously i knew it was um but yeah he's a uh, again like just like the amount of like class comedians not just from liverpool but from from the uk uh from from this part of the world is just yeah it's it's, it's nice to see that there's so many good young comedians doing well yeah, Vittorio's great. Um, his special came out a couple of months ago and I, I messaged him after it because we're we're quite similar in age. I think he's two years older than me. But it was so good, so relatable. Sometimes when you're watching like a, a Mickey Flanagan or something like that, I'm, 
it's funny, but there's some things that I just can't relate to. We're of a different generation and stuff like that. Same with Peter Kay. Um, but Vittorio's so good and he's so early in his career that the the ceiling for him is quite frightening. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does next. Yeah, definitely. I think it, yeah, it was a... I think I need to, off the back of that, I need to like get some tickets for a gig because, um, yeah, it was just he's just a, he's just a hilarious guy. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the the music stuff then, because I, I know you've you've been doing a few gigs and stuff recently, and I think we, we spoke on the on the last show we did together about the the music stuff. And yeah, you've got a gig coming up on the on the fifteenth in in the art club in in town. So that that's gonna be that's, that's yes. exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's the the second kind of headline gig that uh, I've done with the band. The first one was in Jimmy's in June, and that was that was really it was a, a really uh, uh, special night for me. It was uh, like over two hundred people there, which was just something that for a debut gig is kind of mad. And then maybe I've bitten off slightly more than I can chew with putting one on a week before Christmas when no one's got any money and no and everyone's going on their works night out, um, but. I'm, the band's sounding really good. We've got uh, a few little surprises as well, so I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to the night out after it as well. I think that'll be my Christmas blowout. Yeah, well, I think it could like people could like coincide with their nights out. Really, come and come and see you. Have a few bevies and then go out afterwards. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, it's an early curfew at the arts club. We've got to be. They've like you have got to be off stage at ten o'clock. Otherwise, you're getting fined every like minute you go over. So it's kind of an early an earlyish gig. We're going to do just over an hour set. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's going to be a good one. Yeah, and I think that I mean, you just mentioned Jimmy's there, and I've, that's that's closed down now, hasn't it? I believe, which is a bit of yeah. bit sad because I've been to see quite a few people there. Um, Dan, who's in the drummer in the Wombats, I, I know, and he's done a, a few solo gigs there, which I've, I've been to and enjoyed. But it's it was a, a nice place, like nice and enclosed and you feel like you're on top of the crowd and whatever and obviously i didn't i didn't manage to get down to see to see your one i'll try and get down to see the one on the 15th um but yeah it's a shame like when you places like that that are quite nice for and um go for that type of acoustic environment or like just playing small shows that it's 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 um sadly closed yeah independent music venues across the country are kind of getting uh not weeded out but it's just the, the support and the financial backing just isn't there at the minute. So you're seeing loads of these places close. I'm, th- I'm pretty sure the lead mill in Sheffield, which is like a, a famous venue around the world is, is in danger of closing. Uh, it's just a sad state of affairs with the Tory government's just not putting any funding into arts and stuff like that. So hopefully in the, in the coming years, there'll be a change to that and there'll be more grassroots venues because otherwise you don't you don't get the the bands that you go and see in arenas they they all started in small bars unless their mum and dad were rich uh not just talking about not just talking about matty healy but um <laughs> yeah the, it's it's such a shame and if if you like live music go and support the smaller bands as well as go into the the mns arena and kind of um yeah it's it's important to support everyone yeah, definitely. Um, just just a final question before before we before we head off. I think last time I asked you who would be uh, um, who would you like most on have a word. I think you said Ricky Gervais. I just want I just wanted to check if that if that had changed or not. If there's someone you say up to more, is it still is that still the case? I'm guessing that would have been. I think that would have been comedian because 
anyone that knows me knows I'd have I'd have wanted one of the Gallagher brothers on, and I think they'd both be great on it. Um, but yeah, I think, comedian. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think the question. I think I did ask. Yeah, comedians. I think I did. To be fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, Gervais would be a, a really weird one. I, we've been speaking about that recently, and like going like if he if he comes on because there's been talks with people like his people and stuff like that. It's not confirmed or anything. I'm not giving you an exclusive there, but um, <laughs> I was talking to a mate of mine. I was just like, it would be so weird because that's a guy that's just. I was born in 1998 when The Office was 2001. So as long as I can remember, that man has been one of the most famous men on the planet and he's just been on my telly for ages i've watched extras i've watched the office watched afterlife watched all of that stuff um so it would be a weird one it'd be a proper pinch me moment yeah yeah i mean i'd love to to watch that show because again same like been watching them my whole life and even like even like the old like xfm episodes like there's this like a yeah. proper small community online at what that listen to them and I'm one of them that just I can't not go a day without listening to one of them even Ricky Gervais shows and that but yeah what that would be yeah hopefully it happens for you because that would just be yeah again just to see that just to see the fella in person I, I guess would just be like just like is this really happening like like you said a pinch me moment um yeah. but yeah thanks Finn, for for jumping on short short but sweet episode but I just thought it'd be nice to get you back on and have a have another no chat for sure get you back on soon again hopefully to have another little chat about the reds and yeah. hopefully we're in a maybe we're, we're top of the league maybe we're a couple of points clear that'll be nice and um, but yeah appreciate you jumping on lad appreciate that no worries thank you for having me appreciate it nice one um and yeah nice one everyone for listening we'll see you all very soon appreciate you listening nice one i'm jamie carragher and you are listening to the cop eye podcast Network.